hidden treasures of the 119th Psalm. Well, admittedly, it has been a difficult morning for me as I realized early in my prayers this morning (laughs) that I'd made a huge mistake in yesterday's episode, and so please forgive me. Um, I thought I was knew what I was talking about, but clearly the Holy Spirit showed me he, that I didn't. And, and so as I was talking about yesterday, the transition between the mem and the nun, that, that you know, after the mem of Jesus came, the you know, the Holy Spirit, well, <laughs> we are going to get to the Holy Spirit, which is the rach. And, and I know that if I got my spirit mixed up with my soul, and so we are going to get to the, the Holy Spirit, but the soul is what is the nun, because that is the nefesh, which is in Genesis. When you look at the word soul, you'll see that it's nefesh, and that is a huge difference when it comes to what we're learning about. And so I just ask your forgiveness, and it was a mistake. Of course, the idea that we're getting our candle lit is clearly the case, and what's getting lit is our souls. And that's more significant than, than clearly what I was discussing yesterday. So the Holy Spirit pointed that out to me. And it was kind of important. Apparently, he, he wanted me to see that. But also, it was important because of the verse that we're going to talk about today, <laughs> which that was verse 105 we talked about yesterday. And again, um, well, I'll discuss more about that in a minute when we get to verse 106 in the nun section, so yesterday's verse in the nun section would have been the wisdom. The wisdom of that our soul needs is that the word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So what would be the understanding, which is the second anointing of the Holy Spirit, that would align up today with the understanding of the nun, which is, again, the fesh, <laughs> our souls. And so here we have the psalmist with a very... You know, when I first read this, I, I, it's just peculiar, and working through it is interesting. So, and, and you can kind of see, I feel like, how the Holy Spirit and God took me through what happened yesterday so that I could see better what this is today. Anyway, verse 106 in English reads, I have sworn and I will perform it, that I will keep thy righteous judgments. And, and so, <laughs> you know, you have this idea of that's interesting. Which we know that wisdom um, is to keep, you know, God's word, which is, and then your understanding, as it is in Deuteronomy 6, is to do it. So when we see the wisdom of the nun, obviously, is to keep the word of God, but the, the understanding here is to actually perform it, as it's described here. So I have sworn, and I will perform it, that I will keep thy righteous judgments. And it's interesting, as we study the nun, you're going to find out that judgments is is repeated time and again. And I think that has a lot to do with what happened yesterday and today for me, because our souls want things to be right. <laughs> we, and certainly I wanted yesterday's episode to be right. And I've even, you know, had a long prayer session of, don't you want me to go redo that episode? And he's, I clearly felt the Holy Spirit impressing upon me to leave it that way so that people will see better this whole idea of wanting to perform righteous judgments. In other words, our souls need things to be right, but it, the way that this works out is 
that it was my mistake, and so God needs to be the hero of this deal, and he's the one that makes things right. It isn't me <laughs> that can make it right. It is him that is going to make it right. But it's so interesting to me that my soul is so drawn to wanting to make yesterday's episode right. But I can't make it right. Only he can make it right. And so this idea of our performance, <laughs> you know, with this I have sworn and I will perform it, that I will keep thy righteous judgments, it's it's a very it's a dichotomy, I guess would be the best way to put it. Maybe I'm not using that word well. Um, but it's just, it seems like you got two sides of a coin that shouldn't necessarily come together, but they do if God makes it right. And, and God does make it right. And, and so we do our part, he does his, right? And I got to admit, it was, it was <laughs> you know, to come on and say, man, I really blew it yesterday. It, it really afflicted me, which was going to get to tomorrow's verse. And so this uh, this lesson that he has me on here, because <laughs> I'm sure, you know, as, as any time that you go to teach something, you've got to first learn it. <laughs> and so, you know, God is teaching me along these lines of the nun. And again, the, the idea of the nefesh, you hear the the end sound at the beginning of that. And and the idea of the nun is often faith, and it's also a seed. And, and so as we see these things, that our faith is obviously improved as we see things made right. We're looking for things to be made right. And, and of course, one of the things we want made right the most <laughs> is us, which is what Jesus did on the cross. And so he is the one that can quicken us. He is the one that makes the righteous judgments. It's our job just to keep them, right? To know what they are, to know what's in his word, and to allow him <laughs> to be the judge of things. So, you know, again, you've got some really interesting words in this verse where it says, I've sworn and I will perform it. Well, that word sworn, the word saba, but he puts a nun in front of it in order to say, that it's his soul that's swearing this. And then the word perform is really to rise up and to establish. And so isn't it interesting that God has given us the dignity of establishing his judgments? <laughs> In other words, as we describe these misbet, which is the way he makes things right, the way he makes things good. As we describe how he did that, when we share Jesus with somebody, it's, it's, it's our dignity to take part in what he is going to make things right. Or if, if we see a situation, like maybe you listened to yesterday's episode and said, Robbie, the nefesh is not the rach, and you thought this needs to be made right, you know, to call me and tell me, Robbie, you, you made a mistake here. <laughs> it needs to be made right. Well, it gives us the dignity to do that when we do that in love, right? And, and, and you, you may remember that in the 23rd Psalm, that these idea of soul and judgments or this idea of soul and righteousness are connected there because he, he, what he says is, you know, you are my shepherd, I shall not want. You make me lay down in green pastures. You lead me beside still waters. You restore my soul. You guide me in paths of righteousness for your namesake. And see, righteousness comes right after this idea of a restored soul. 
And you might remember that back when we were in the Gimel section, what it says was, my soul breaketh for the longing that it hath for thy judgments at all times. <laughs> and so here, once again, we're seeing a connection to our souls and judgment or our souls and righteousness. And so that beautiful conviction, I believe, that we get when we begin to see that, wow, our souls are not right and we need something we don't have, which we turn outside ourselves and God comes and lights our candle. In other words, he is the one that quickens our souls. He's the one that originally breathed into our souls. <laughs> and not to, mix, not to mix the soul and the spirit again, because there's a fine line there, and I know it's hard to hit. But I don't wanna, I don't wanna miss the connection between how our souls want this righteousness, and, and this is so clearly connected and something we can all learn from in spite of my mistakes. I thank you for your patience with me, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode.